Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnot. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Hi, this is Kitty Boytnot of Teachers in Transition, uh, the podcast and the YouTube channel. And uh, today I'm going to be offering information about career transition. Now, if you've listened to this podcast in the past or watched the YouTube channel, you know that I alternate topics each week, speaking to career transition one week and stress management strategies on alternating weeks. And the reason for that is I am a heart-centered career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in working with burnt-out teachers who are ready for a new career. But I'm also a certified stress management coach, and I offer tips and techniques for how to manage stress in these very stressful times. This week, however, the topic is career transition, and I want to speak to writing your resume and and making sure that it fits the criteria for the job that you are applying for instead of focusing so much on the job that you've had. Now, this is kind of a paradigm shift for some people. It's kind of a a tricky um, issue for some because it's hard to understand that when you are applying for a job outside the realm of education, you need to focus on isolated skills and abilities and education and experience that are pertinent for the job that you are applying for, not so much focus on the job that you've had, presumably as an educator. The reason that's hard is that most people write resumes based on their work history, right? And so teachers normally, naturally, focus on their experiences as a teacher. They chronicle all the places they've ever worked and they post all of the responsibilities and duties they've ever performed and hope that when an HR director is looking at their resume, that the HR director can connect the dots and visualize how what you've been doing as a teacher can translate into the job that this HR person is trying to fill. 
The trouble is that the HR person's not going to take the time to do that. I don't know that that ever was the case, but it's certainly not the case today. You're, and we're assuming that you even get through the applicant tracking system, which is the first gatekeeper that will kick your application out of the queue. If you aren't qualified, based on the criteria that the applicant tracking system has been set for, for that particular job that you've just applied for. So I teach in my course, Jumpstart Your Job Search, how to write your resume for the applicant tracking system to get it through that system. And then also to attract the interest of and maintain the interest of the hiring manager or the HR director so that they will give you a longer look than the normal average six to 11 seconds. That's all you've got, six to 11 seconds. And that was before the pandemic and before there were all these jobs to be filled. It may even be a shorter period now. And the applicant tracking systems are getting more and more sophisticated. So they're getting pickier and pickier about who they allow through. When I say when I say they, I mean, it's a software program. It's not even a person that you have to get past first. Now, I have created a whole course around the topic of how to transition out of the classroom into a new career. That's why I call my, my website, my business, Teachers in Transition, how to find out what it is that you are qualified to do or what, what it is that you want to do in your next career and how to make it happen, including how to write a resume that will get you a serious look. Now, the resume itself doesn't get you the job. Your interview is what gets you the job. And if you can't even get your resume through the applicant tracking system or past a discerning HR director, you're certainly not going to be invited for an interview. So your first job is to make sure that that resume gets you your foot in the door so that you can be invited for the interview. And interview skills are, we'll set those aside for now. Right now we're concentrated on the resume. Now, I have a whole course, but you may not be interested in investing in the whole course. If you are, I'd love to have you. I just started a brand new coaching cohort. I'd be happy to have you join. We just had our first call last night or this week, and our next call will be coming up first first week in October. So if you're interested in the whole program, contact me. And I'll even include a link to the web page that outlines what's in the program so you can see the, the different packages that I offer and the different levels of service that I provide. But I will also offer a link to a workshop that you can download as a single training, how to write your resume to get you out of the classroom once and for all. I'm not sure that's exact title, but it's close enough. How to write a resume that will get you out of the classroom. And it's, uh, I offered it a few weeks ago, but I'm offering it now as a standalone for $45. So if you would simply like to learn how to write a resume that is going to help you 
to get from where you are in the classroom into a new job or career path, you might want to consider investing in that workshop. $45. It's a buy. It's a steal. Ordinarily, I charge $97 for that particular training. So half price. The main thing you have to remember is that the focus of your resume has to be on the job that you are applying for, which means you have to study that job description and understand exactly what it is requiring that you be able to do. You can't just scan a job description and based on skimming over, looking for cherry picking the things that you can do and ignoring the things that the job description requires or has a prerequisite for, ignoring those and hoping that you'll still be considered a good fit for the job. That is not a smart way to approach a job search. You really have to pay attention to the job description. And then you have to write your resume to that job description. You have to use keywords directly from that job description. You can't keyword stuff. You can't just put keywords in your resume and think that you're going to outsmart the, the applicant tracking system. They're on to you when it comes to keyword stuffing. These days, the applicant tracking systems are using artificial intelligence, and the keywords that you use in your resume need to be in the proper context. And they need to demonstrate experience that you have, abilities that you can display, hard, transferable skills, not so much the soft skills, not the people skills. Many employers just automatically assume that you have a certain level of people skills. They're looking for what can you do in the context of what the job requires you to be able to do. That's what your resume needs to demonstrate. So when you're undertaking writing a resume for a whole new career, you need the resume. You also need a cover letter that's going to explain why you're looking to pivot from education into a new career. The cover letter works with the resume. Don't make the mistake in your cover letter of regurgitating everything that's already in your resume. Your cover letter is to be used for a whole different purpose. It is to demonstrate your enthusiasm for the job, why you believe you're a great candidate for the job, and why you're looking to make this change at this particular juncture in your career. So they work in tandem together. So if you'd be interested in the workshop, there's a link in the show notes. If you'd be interested in my whole program, either the do-it-yourself version or the full group coaching session uh, package that includes group coaching calls and email support, take a look at that link. And then email me if you have any questions. As always, if you would, please review this podcast so that other people can start to find it. Send me questions if you want at kittyvoitnot at gmail.com. Offer topics that you'd like me to talk about in the future if you'd like. And until then, until next week, stay safe, stay well, and I will see you then. Thanks a lot. 
So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.